Hey there, welcome to the We Miss Marty po- podcast. I'm Chris Peel, Laura Kessel with me. Laura, how are you? Good, doing good. Good, it's good to have, you know, sometimes other areas of life can be complicated, but it's good to put that aside for a minute and talk some Frasier. So, <laughs> this must have been Sweeps Week uh, when this uh, Frasier first came out, because this is the one where Sam comes back. And, you know, we've talked about Lilith being on the show before, but, you know, Sam, I don't know. I mean, I, Sam had to been the star of Frasier, right? Uh, what do you mean? I mean, not, okay, sorry, I misspoke. Of uh, Cheers, the show they're on yeah. before Frasier. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So they got the, the big guy to come back. Yeah. And I don't know. Uh, I hate to say it. I should be like, wow, this is fantastic. Sam's back from Cheers. Everything's great. I, I just, a big bold meh. What do you think? It was, it, I kind of agree with you. It, um, I, I expected it to be much better. You know, I've seen this episode before, you know, before mm-hmm. we started, you know, watching them for this purpose, you know, and it, it, it struck me as funny because, you know, I like Ted Danson, but one of the things that struck me about this episode is that it's, it was very, like, very quiet and very, yeah. you know, slow ish, you know. Because you figure it would be popping with uh, Ted Danson, you know, and, you know, with all the opportunity that he had to interact with, you know, Daphne and Roz. I mean, his interactions with Roz were almost nothing. I mean, it was good when when there was one, but she really didn't have much, much time with him, you know, and I think it would have been really entertaining. And Sam was always larger than life. You think it would have been like a big raucous episode. And yeah. it seemed like, I don't know, sometimes when you don't talk to somebody for years and you see them again, maybe things get different or weird. And it seemed weird. And obviously when we get in the plot, there's a reason why things got weird. But it, yeah, I agree with you. It was just very quiet, very mundane, very... Mm-hmm. I I moved away. I, I live in the Columbus area. I moved away from Columbus and... No names, please. But I went back. I saw someone that I hung out with before. And it was so weird because that person just wasn't talkative at all. And this guy used to be someone I would talk to a ton. And it's fine. I mean, who knows? Life could have happened. But it, I kind of felt like, <laughs> you know, it was similar to this episode. You know, Sam comes back and it, it felt like a different little bit of a Sam. So, um one thing that you knew was coming when you bring Sam back is, you know, Sam goes to the radio station, and um, you would have thought that the Roz-Sam relationship was going to heat up. And they had a little bit of flirting and everything. I don't know. Maybe that would have been too easy of a plot to write, just, you know, Sam and Roz hooking up. Yeah. Or, you know, even more tension would have been fun. Um, like, you know, they there was, like, a real short moment. uh like maybe mid episode where um, I, I forget. I think it was Sam came into the into the coffee shop. Right? Is that what it right. was? Right. With the girl, um, and you know where she was putting her lipstick on because you right. know, she re- she thought, oh, there's a chance here. You know, I better I better get ready. And then never never heard from her again. So I don't know. It just. I think there were opportunities that maybe were missed, but I don't know. 
I know I'm going to yell that for being woke for saying this. And again, I understand it's a comedy. You've got to exaggerate the characters that have laughs. But, you know, we've talked about this before. You've seen this in other sitcoms of that era. You know, the girl that's easy or the girl that likes to date or sleep around. It's like, I think near the end, you kind of saw Ross as more of a person than just uh, someone mm-hmm. who liked to date and everything. But yeah. even this episode, it's like, okay... We write Roz in, but, you know, Roz has got to flirt with Sam and everything. And mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting Roz to have an emotional, serious moment. But it's yeah. like, okay, bring Roz in, not just for, ooh, I, I want to sleep with this guy. You know, it was just kind of, it, it's funny, I guess, but maybe looking at it from a 2022 lens, it just kind of felt a little weird. Yeah. I mean, it was enjoyable watching them. I just, oh, wish, yeah. I just wish there would have been more to, to watch between them. Because it would have been ideal, I think. Yeah. Well, and, and maybe it's not just this episode. It's like, it seems like every episode. It's like, you know, you're bringing Roz in to be the big flirt and everything else. So, mm-hmm. uh, but again, enjoyable, just a little cringy in my opinion, but enjoyable at the same time, which mm-hmm. maybe that says more about me. I like cringy and <laughs> I enjoy the cringe part of it a little bit more. Um, so, yeah. So it, it quickly goes from there. Um, Remind me, I, I made the mistake of watching the next 10 minutes of The Falling Fraser, so I'm, <laughs> my details are a little bit messed up. But they go back to Fraser's. Apparently, Fraser invited Sam over. Um, Sam uh, invited a woman, and oh. Well, he came clean about the fact that he had walked out of the yes. wedding. And, you know, and, it, it seemed like he came there for counsel. You know, right. he came to Seattle to see to see Frazier, to talk to him and see what advice he could give him. Yeah, and the guest star, I like her, and now I can't remember her name. Tia, Tia Leone? Yes, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll put it this way, Laura, we argue on other podcasts about these Seinfeld girlfriends, where <laughs> it seems like every Seinfeld girlfriend I like, you don't like, but every Seinfeld girlfriend I hate, you love. Um, Tia Leone, I'm, I'm a big fan of Tia Leone. Mm-hmm. Um, I like her. She used to be on a show. Um, it was like a, it was set in a, like a magazine or a newsroom. Yeah. Do you remember that? Um, it was a while, it was a while ago. Um, yeah. She was, she was good in that. She's very dry the way she talks, you know, she didn't, I don't think she definitely, this was very early in her career. Um, I was looking, I looked her up on uh, uh, IMDB to try to, Mm-hmm. figure out figure the show out and um i was surprised by how early this was it was way before she did anything like that she's really known for um but uh she um she was she was very she was very much in line with this episode you know very quiet and very you know everything was very slow and, you know it just, um, I, I think, um, I, th- I think it was pretty funny that Frazier hooked up with her, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. what's really, to me, what was really funny about it is, you know, Frazier doesn't really hook up with that many people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was, it, what was unusual to me about it was it was three months before and it wasn't part of the show. Yes. You know? Yes. 
yeah, so it happened. So if we ever had a prequel to Frasier, maybe we get that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it would have been when the series, when this season was even going on, you know? So it, it, it struck me as funny that, you know, there's parts of Frasier's life that we don't really see, you know? <laughs> maybe that's what we're missing. We've talked so much about a reboot of Frasier. Maybe we need the prequel of Frasier. Would that do better? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like young Frazier or something. Yeah, yeah you can uh, do it in the whole new cast. I think we already got the prequel when he was on Cheers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, it would have to be like a young Frazier, not like, you know, Frazier mm -hmm. three months beforehand to be yeah. Frazier when he. And, and, you know, now, you know, that's something Kelsey Grammer could be involved in. But, you know, you just hire a younger looking David Hyde Pierce. And, uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's got potential. I'll have to. Man, maybe I can make some money with that idea. Who knows? It should be good. But, yeah, I'm looking up her um, IMDb, and like I said, I'm a big fan of Tara, Taya Leone. Um, was it The Naked Truth? Was yes. that that TV show? Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I keep getting that confused with the one that David Spade was on. Um, oh, yeah. Just, just shoot me. me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, that, yeah, that was good. Um, yeah, and a lot of movies I've watched. You know, The Family Man. Mm -hmm. um, but... I, I recently saw the fun with Dick and Jane. I, I enjoyed that. And oh yeah, she was the the Madam Secretary. She played the president. So mm -hmm. yeah, I almost forgot about that one. So mm -hmm. yeah, a lot of good Tia Loney. I thought she was good. Uh, yeah, it was funny. She ended up, and it wasn't just Fraser. It wasn't just Sam. I mean, the <laughs> names kept flowing out near the end of the episode. It was crazy. But yeah, she made her way through. Cheers. <laughs> yes. Yes, very much so. And like and you said, like the dregs of Cheers too. Yes, yes. It wasn't. Well, I mean, she was with Sam, but it was. Yeah. It was like Sam and then all the dregs, everybody else. Yeah, so. Cliff and Paul. Yeah, yeah. I love that Cliff was like the straw that broke that camel's back for Sam. Yes, <laughs> that would. Well, hey, Cliff should. I, I don't blame him for that at all. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it, I thought it was fun. I, I thought they had, uh, there was a lot of good stuff in the episode. Um, what what are we missing? Um, you know, it comes out that, you know, Fraser had a relationship with um, Taylor Leone's character. Um, they go back to the hotel. Uh, Sam's gone. They talked about it. Uh, Taylor says more about what was happening. And, you know, there was this battle of should we say something or should we not? And it, you, you know how this is sitcoms. Uh, you know, the truth comes out and it gets a little bit awkward and everything. Yeah. Um, I think a couple of things we, we haven't discussed about this. Oh, episode. yeah. Um, uh, one of the things that struck me is the fact that um, Frazier had basically lied about his entire family while he was there. Oh, yes. Yes. You know? His he said his father was dead, right? Did yeah. he say dead? And that he had some other kind of profession, and um, that he didn't even mention Niles. I guess. Yeah. What made me laugh was that he said to Niles, or he said to Fraser and Niles, how much Niles looked like Fraser when he first met him, which you know brings us back to that photo that we saw. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, at at that at the point of the series, I didn't see that. But I mean, God, if he's not right, you know. <laughs> yeah, Later especially in life. the older they get. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice to hear the 
the Cheers names. You know, this episode aired like two years after the series Cheers ended. Mm-hmm. So um, it was nice to hear the, all those names and like basically get a, you know, get a re- uh, recap of what everybody's allegedly doing now. You know, Norm still going to the bar, you know. <laughs> I wonder, it was interesting because you had Cheers references throughout the show, but it seemed like you had more in that season too. So maybe it was important for them to kind of, you know, maybe trying to boost the ratings with having so much Cheers back. But, maybe. you know, obviously Fraser Fon's footing. I mean, I remember a episode later in the sh- series where they go back to mm-hmm. Cheers and apparently they didn't have access to the bar. The bar must have been dismantled by then. The set. Mm-hmm. So they end up going to, it looks like a conference room, right? For their reunion. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah. for uh, what's his name's retirement, right? Oh yes, yes. Um, who like apparently like in this part where uh, Sam said he wouldn't leave the house because of some threat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of COVID like. Yeah, and you know the more I'm thinking about it, and let me just throw in a quick line about uh, the reboot. I I saw a discussion online. Um, Apparently, Kelsey had an interview where, or no, it was uh, David Hype Pierce um, recently had an interview where uh, he kind of said, hey, it's out there. He's not sure if he's coming back, you know, about the reboot and everything. And one of the commenters I thought was interesting, I used to read the online comments, but they threw out the idea of saying, why does this have to be a series? Why can't there be a, like a longer TV show, maybe like a mini movie about, them getting back together, and they could, you know, judge from there. Like, if it takes off, hey, maybe a reboot's worth it. If it doesn't, then, okay, you've got a nice... Think of it like the Brady Bunch. They did all these movies, mm-hmm. and, yeah, these movies were never, like, Jurassic Park or any big box office bonanza. So you're like, okay, you know, you met the needs of people wanting to see them get back together, but, you know... You definitely don't need to bring back the whole show for another 20 seasons or whatever. Uh, I thought that was interesting. The thing I didn't like, Laura, was somebody said, couldn't they do it like HBO did Friends, where they just brought them back and they sat around and talked? I'm like, no, no, we don't want that. I don't want that for any show. They already did that, I think, didn't they? Yeah. Well, maybe not afterward, but I don't know. That kind of stuff, I don't really care that much, you know? Well, during the height of the pandemic, I mean, it seemed like all these shows were getting back together because it was a Zoom call. I mean, geez, we could have done that with News Herald people. We could have just say, hey, everyone get on a Zoom call. We can share memories. They actually did that twice. And in essence, that's what friends of HBO. Yes, they're in the same room, but there was no acting. They were just sitting there and swapping stories, which mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I, I never was a huge friends guy, but even for a show I liked, like a Frasier or The Office, no. If you're going to get back together, act some and do a continuation of the story. Don't I don't want to see people just hanging out, just talking. Yeah, that's boring. Well, I mean, for the for the um, for the office people, people who are really big fans, they have a uh, the girl who played Pam and the girl who played Angela are apparently our best oh, yeah. friends in real life, mm-hmm. and they do a podcast together where they go episode by episode and talk about each episode and what it was like filming it and like that behind the scenes details and stuff. So, I mean, there's, there's any number of things you can do. 
But. Yeah, I've heard a couple episodes of that. It's pretty interesting. I would say um, maybe that's what we're missing. I mean, I don't think we could get Kelsey Grammer or David Hyde Pierce or, or Roz, but maybe we should have got some my new character of Frasier <laughs> to come on every week and yeah. uh, talk. It would be like the the Frasier gossip or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but no, no, it'll be that'd be interesting. Uh, what else was interesting about this episode? There were a couple things. I looked up some stuff on. Um, I was attempting to make this more interesting. <laughs> yes, yes, um, believe me, I, uh, I appreciate your effort. There were a couple things I thought that were really interesting. Um, one is this was Sam or uh, Ted Danson's final performance as Sam. He never played oh. the role again. Because oh, the series wow. was over and this was it for him. So, um, wow. Yeah, I know. Isn't it weird to hear it like that? You know? Yeah. I was surprised by that as well. Um, and I also laughed because, speaking of uh, our discussion about sports earlier, um, the when Sam cracked the joke about nobody's coming to talk about the Mariners. <laughs> You know, because yeah. um, at that time, the Mariners weren't that great. Um, but that year, that calendar year, this was 1995, um, the that season that they were just about to walk into, because this was fe- this was on TV in February. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mariners clinched a pl- their play a playoff berth that year. Oh, wow. OK. <laughs> so it was kind of funny. Um, and then the other thing that made me laugh about this episode was. Um, Daphne and the way she was acting around Sam and mm-hmm. how like you could you didn't even really understand her she was so giddy you know and yeah. the way she was talking it was all like <laughs> you know yeah it was very funny I thought no, yeah it was a good episode you know it's funny like we do the Seinfeld thing too and it's easy to rank the episodes I just enjoy Frasier like, I couldn't even tell you what my most favorite Frasier episode was. I just, it's a nice, relaxed feeling when I can sit down and watch a Frasier. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I have any super great episodes or ones I super hate. This one wasn't my favorite, but I don't hate a bunch of Frasier stuff. So, no. Yeah. There's no, there's no episodes of, I don't think... Um, I don't think there's any episodes of Frasier that I won't watch. Like, yeah. There's some Seinfeld that I, if I see that they're on, I won't watch them because I just either I'm so tired of them or right. they just have always bugged me because I don't think they're particularly funny or I don't like the subject matter or, mm-hmm. you know, there's one episode of, of Seinfeld that bugs the crap out of me. I can tell you that the, I know the whole backstory and everything of why they got rid of Susan, but I I remember sitting and watching that episode where Susan died and being like, what the heck? I mean, this is yeah, a comedy yeah. show, you know? Why right. is this why are they killing off somebody on a comedy, you know? was there a Fraser that really bugged you? I don't think so. I mean, you can always like there's always something in the Frasier episodes that's really, really funny. You know, I right. I, mean, I, I don't think there's any secret to the fact that my favorite character is Niles on the show because he just kills me all the time. Whether it's he's really good at physical humor 
and it doesn't really, you know, nobody, I don't, at least I don't ever hear anybody say it, you know, and, you know, he has some really good physical humor, you know, like the one, I think we already had the one, did we have the one where he's talking to Daphne in the kitchen and he like falls off the counter and smacks his head on the refrigerator. Oh yeah. That one. I love that episode. Um, What? Yeah. It comes later in the series, but think of physical humor. There was one, I can't remember what what even episodes attached to where Niles inadvertently starts a fire Mm. in the living room. Yeah. And, I, I mean, I, mean, I can't remember anything else about the episode. Yeah, and it was just oh, like a bird you, on the head. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that was classic and everything. So, yeah, it was good. I, I mean, hot take, and I we could be here for ten hours going down this bunny trail. Not else definitely getting together didn't bother me. I don't think it was necessary, and yeah. I don't think it ruined the show. I think they wrote it okay enough where it didn't get too sappy. But I sat here and said, you know, if they never got together, I've been okay. And, and at the time, remember, everyone was like, oh my gosh, they're together. This is the greatest thing, you know. It kind of became a big deal in America for a little bit, I think. But Yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like the, I mean, this is going to sound terrible when I say it. I'm going to use air quotes. But it okay. wasn't the tragedy of uh, putting the two of them together wasn't the tragedy that it was on a lot of other shows that, right, right, you know, succumbed to pressure like um, moonlighting. You know, I yeah. I have um, the first two seasons of Moonlighting on um, DVD, and I pulled it out last week because I was thinking about uh, Bruce Willis and feeling bad about the fact that he's struggling and. Um, I mean, he's just, that show is just so good and so funny. And, you know, I watched the first, we watched the first episode and it was just so funny and so entertaining, you know, it's, and then, you know, putting them together and it just became arguments all the time and not like funny arguments, you know? Right. Yeah. It's been a weird week for some reason. I wanted to mention this because you and I, not just here with this Frazier, but geez, ever since we first knew each other, we like to talk a lot of pop culture. It's been kind of a down week, and I wait till the end to mention this, um, because Gilbert Godfrey didn't really have any direct tie-in with Frasier, but Gilbert Godfrey died, and I I wasn't as big of a fan as Gilbert Godfrey as I was of, like, Norm MacDonald or Bob Saget, but, I mean, you know, there's stuff in my wheelhouse of uh, comedy that he'll say and everything, um, <laughs> definitely more on the vulgar side. I mean, I wouldn't play around your kids or, or anything, but just a lot of memorable stuff. And mm-hmm. it, it was funny because I, I've listened to this podcast he did recently where he would just talk to people and everything. Uh, he was on the Saget podcast pretty much just before Saget died. He was with Norm MacDonald. And it seemed like this really, like you talked on our Seinfeld uh, podcast, you talked about how all these great comedians were like in that um, episode when they went down to Florida and it's like this block of comedians are all dying at the same time. It's strange. And you know, he had disease, he was sick. I mean, it wasn't anything unnatural mm-hmm. and my gosh, it just kind of strange. I mean, yeah, I'm not heartbroken, but I'm just a little bummed to be honest with you. I saw this. Um, I don't even know who posted it. I saw it, it was on Twitter um that i saw it somebody posted it was like five minutes long 
a tape of him. There was an episode or a, a show from um, Hollywood Squares. Did you ever see that? Oh, yes. It was like five minutes of him yelling, oh you fool, gosh. and everything. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it was so funny. And, and that's a great clip to watch with your kids because there was nothing. Yeah. As far as I know, it was like too bad or maybe play for your wife. I mean, yeah. my, my wife looked at me weird when I said, oh, we go for Godfrey died. She's like, ugh. You know, but, <laughs> you know, yeah, that was a pretty good one. Uh, it was good, too. Um, check out Stephen Colbert. I didn't realize this, but and maybe this was one of the last uh, comedy things he did. But Godfrey was uh, featured on, like, a little sketch they did as part of his Late Show where okay. he played the new lead of Bridgerton. And, oh. you know, he was like, ah, you know, and the girl's like, hey, I love you. And he's like, ah, yeah. he, you know, he did his Gilbert Godfrey voice and everything. Uh, yeah, check that out. That's on YouTube. And apparently he did his tribute last night. Very strange, too. Um, they had a funeral today. I saw oh. a, I was looking for Twitter before we talked and they were like, oh, yeah, Gilbert Godfrey has a funeral today. I'm like, wow. You, I mean, traditionally in the past, pre-COVID, sometimes you wait like three days. This is like a day or two after he died, which was... Yeah, yeah. So, so I remember Gilbert Gottfried, and just uh, maybe it's another time we're getting old because all these guys <laughs> that were we were into, even young adult, yeah. are all dying now, which is strange. So yeah. I don't know. And it would we too. And I'll briefly mention this because this really has nothing to do with pop culture. Um, Dwayne Haskins died. He was a popular Ohio State quarterback. He played quarterback for the Steelers and. I, I mentioned this because I do some sewer stuff on this network as well as another network. And <laughs> um, when you do stuff with non-journalists, they get really, really freaked out. Uh, I talked with one guy on Sunday from SB Nation who was like almost despondent because he wrote a critical article about it. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to say, look, there's a difference between criticizing somebody's work up against criticizing their life, and he didn't understand that. It, it, it got really, it got strange, but mm -hmm. yeah, it was it was a very different week. So, mm -hmm. yeah, rest in peace, Gilbert Gottfried, and you know Dwayne Haskins, and uh, mm -hmm. prayers for the family. Um, next week, um, started to watch this, and <laughs> Laura, I'm forgetting everything this week. Uh, what are we watching next week on Frasier? It's the. <laughs> I don't remember the title, but it's the episode where Frazier cannot stop going into oh, yes. the bedroom. Yeah, I got about halfway through it in Wild Episode. Um, Frazier ends up um, in Daphne's bathroom when she's taking a shower. And yes, Frazier's not being a creep or anything. It just it went haywire. This was an entertaining episode. I, again, I can't tell you what my favorite Frazier episodes are, but this ranked up there. So, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Um, next, Seinfeld. Uh, what, what did we talk about this week? Um, uh, we talked about the tape with her, with Elaine leaving a strange, well, a sexy message mm -hmm. for Jerry. Uh, we got another one coming up, too. Are you excited about the next Seinfeld? Which is that? Uh, I am looking as well. I honestly didn't look. I usually look before we tape. Yeah, well, what's next week? I mean, yeah. we're getting a little off topic. My bad. That's okay. I'm, I'm good at that. <laughs> Just going off. To... Pretty soon we'll start talking about journalism now. Um... Oh, the nose job. Oh, yeah. I don't like this one. 
Yeah. Although, I mean, it's a good, there's a really good Kramer moment in this episode. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's okay. Uh, once we get to, uh, as the seasons keep going on, uh, it all starts to be good. Uh, now we're just getting through. I mean, they're getting better. It's at least better than season one, but it's pretty. But it'll, it'll get better. <laughs> it's just, I feel like I'm counseling a gay person. Like, it'll get better yeah. soon, you know, sick with it or something. I don't know. It's strange. All right. Well, for Laura, this is Chris. Uh, check out the podcast. Uh, share with your friends. Lots of ways to support the podcast. Just look at however you're accessing this podcast. Um, have a great day, everybody. Thanks again. Hi, I'm Jennifer Mooney. Welcome to what is our new Hope Interrupted podcast based on the work from our book, Hope Interrupted, that I co-authored with my good friend, Byron McCauley. Hey, Jennifer. You know, I'm looking forward to this podcast as much as I was look, looking forward to writing this book with you. We hope to interview some uh, high-impact folks as well as have a little fun. We're going to cover stories of hope. To learn more about our podcast and our book, please visit www.hopeinterrupted.com.